0: Hello and welcome to today's PropCast, I'm Andrew Teacher founder at Blackstock Consulting and today I'm going to be joined by Darren Gardner, CEO at Nido Student to discuss how technology is disrupting the student housing sector. Now clearly the pandemic means that students are tuning into lectures using Zoom and Teams and with the usual mix of bars, clubs and hangouts all closed off, there's a much greater reliance on student housing operators to support the cultural and well-being needs of their residents. So aside from simply having a powerful internet connection, what do they need to include? And clearly, tech and student accommodation has become a much more central plank in providing a whole host of services to keep students happy and entertained and connected, of course. But so let's bring in Darren. Let's get some of his thoughts on how the adoption of new technology is going to support this future generation of digital natives that we keep hearing about.
1: I mean, I think now it's probably more more important than it was, um, you know, pre, pre-COVID, pre um, especially to the, the the sector as a whole um but i think we we've kind of taken you know tech given the the audience that we we look after you know they are digital native and you know the majority of them have been built, born with a a mobile phone in their hand and and nothing else and it's important when you when you when you design or or when you when you develop a pbsa property you you take that um really you know to heart and it's it's understanding a your target audience and then providing you know what they would feel um natural to them um and we you know we genuinely jumped on that a good few years ago understanding that you know the the youth of today really want to 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 have technology um that works for them and what does that mean i mean in terms of the actual user experience
0: um because and you make a good point so in terms of digital natives where people have grown up only knowing the internet
1: they're just used to doing everything on a phone aren't they Absolutely. And, and you know, you've got to change your mindset because it's an expectation these days that, you know, when they go online, they expect the journey to just be seamless. And it, it has to, you have to be online if you're not there and, you, and you've got any, you know, anything that's any touch point that doesn't reach them where they are. Um they just won't they won't engage with you. So But it's, it's not just being online though, is it? Because I mean everyone's got a website these days, haven't they? It's 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 a bit more than that, isn't it? Absolutely. And and you know, it it's ultimately online, you know, yes, you can you can show your brand and you can give your presence, but it's it's helping that booking journey. So making sure they can kind of live and breathe the booking journey very simply on a mobile phone or a or a tablet or a laptop, but enabling them to do things like you know, view view the rooms and do virtual reality tours. So in, in essence, they can kind of, you know, live and experience the residents, um, not necessarily firsthand, but through the digital world. And if you take where gaming's gone, it's almost an expectation, you know, they expect to be able to, you know, we, 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 we tried a, a really great, um, idea of of using virtual reality headsets and although some people thought it was mad it went down really well with with our customers because they're used to um getting into that 3d world you know things like led lighting i know it sounds um a bit twee but absolutely it's essential to um you know to how rooms operate and and how you 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 give lighting in a building and 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 you know our students are are very used to having um these things at their their fingertips gaming rooms you know stuff like that it's funny um, isn't it
0: cuz gaming used to be you know the 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 preserve only of the geekiest but actually yeah, now it, it's almost it's almost like it's publicly accepted
1: absolutely now you you are definitely i mean it's bizarre cuz you we you know you we 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 now live in a world where people watch people gaming um and it's a thing who knew um but it's important well, i tell you
0: it's a lot more interesting than watching tottenham hospital
1: <laughs> tell me about it and and you know we're in the gaming rooms it's not necessarily about um just the people who want to play it's it's about the people who want to participate and actually be part of that and that's why they're important you know other things you know you, you know having you know having voice controlled smartphone apps or speakers and stuff like that it's you know Alexa, um, Siri, all these things are are part of their, of their world. So building that into, um, the, the building and how it works. And even when they go and work out, you know, you know, taking the latest technology and gym equipment, like, you know, we work with techno gym. Um, and again, for a digital native, they walk up to one of the bikes or one of the rowing machines and they just intuitively know how it works.
0: Um, and what's the opportunity then do you think because I mean, you've talked a little bit about obviously lease up and, and viewings and 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 that digital journey and then also about the operations Let, let's break those in two because i think from a if you're sort of thinking about a business operating on the scale of of Nido, there's clearly a, a huge amount of efficiency that can be found can't there if if you're if you're doing a lot more stuff online you're using less paper you're using less uh admin and you're cutting out a lot of red tape that there's there's potentially quite a huge amount of of efficiency to be found in the residential space if more of leasing up contracts deposits all of this sort of stuff that the people really hate doing could be done easier and could be done
1: online absolutely yeah you've hit the nail on the head and you know it's it's a mutual benefit by 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 taking everything online It, it improves you know overall not only the efficiency and the speed Um, that people can interact with us, but ultimately the archiving and the recording of that and keeping their information safe. So all that kind of stuff, you know, it absolutely leads to us being more efficient and being able to then spend more time on improving that journey. So where is it breaking down? How can we fix it? And doing that digitally um, nowadays is a lot easier than it was in the past. So, from a lease up point of view, as many barriers as you can break down um, digitally, it you know proves massive advantage in in trying to lease up or or get the the buildings full, um, and it has a great ongoing and knock on effect to the business efficiency as a whole.
0: And and do you think do you think other areas of real estate are going to be looking to the purpose-built student accommodation sector for you know for a, 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 I guess a bit of direction because particularly with you know you look at offices that are now moving a lot more towards the service side of things. Everyone wants to have a co-working space um, coming out of the pandemic. But but you know Resi has been doing this very successfully for for twenty years, isn't it? In terms of actually being a, an, an operational asset class rather than just just a, a, an ownership structure.
1: Yeah, that that service model, I think, is going to become or is becoming an expectation as, you know, interestingly, because the student world has been in this for a, a period of time, those students are now working, you know, and have been working for five or six years. And they've been used to being provided with a service in the PBSA market that they're now expecting either from their employers or when they become employers themselves, they're expecting to build their teams in environments that provide these services. So it's a natural, you know, it's a it's a natural stem of where the youth become the leaders and the thought leaders of the future. And and I think the other industries, you know, the other residential industries have followed quickly um, um, on that. And you see serviced office models, and as you say, co-working spaces. But if you now look at, um, you know, the the kind of rental sector, there's, they're they're getting into this in a big way, where obviously co living is becoming a huge thing, and and that is all centres around the communal spaces and and the and the services and activities you can offer. So, you know, ultimately more and more, I think student was the blueprint for what people expect in the future: how to live, how to work. Um, i'm not saying it all originated from there but we see a lot of the ideas that we implemented you know 5 10 years ago now being the kind of cutting edge of co-living or office space mm.
0: but it's not uh, and it's not going to completely replace human beings is it because actually a large part of how nido runs and operates all of its assets is, is with a you know a, a pretty uh a a pretty strong and 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 highly staffed contingent of of experts in the buildings themselves so it's not simply about leaving everything to screens and robots
1: absolutely not and and i think that is another you know it's how far you know how far does technology go before you know the human touch um becomes very important and i think that that is where you know well-being um and you know keeping people satisfied is is absolutely centered around that you know that day-to-day contact um, understanding what the students need and providing them answers or solutions to any problems but also just being there to, to help um, and you know so text- getting the staff to do to do different stuff rather than having them filling in
0: forms and, 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 and essentially doing admin they can you can repurpose those stuff is that is that
1: is that the idea? yeah absolutely so they, they, they've become less administrative and more experiential so they're there to actually help you enjoy your university life you know and and be the be the pointers to, you know, where's the best place to go out at night, you know, what things they can do in the city, you know, how do they get the most out of their courses, you know, what things can we do to help them if they're stuck, you know, can we talk to them on a personal level? How do you help them, given some of them are tens of thousands of miles away from home and they're, they're struggling? You know, it's, it's turning our frontline teams into people who are, you know, very have, a, have quite a high level of, of EQ and, and, and they can and they can help people get the most out of that experience. And I think that is what brings people back to us. Um, and that's what kind of makes their university experience special because no one remembers the course you know, no one remembers, you know, trudging into to their, their studies. What they remember is the community, the friends and the experience they have. And, and, you know, technology helps us do that because ultimately it takes away all the kind of administrative tasks or, or eases that flow. And it gets the teams to be able to focus on, you know, things that add value.
0: It also means all the embarrassing pictures on Instagram when you go for job interviews in a few years. Absolutely um always
1: (laughs) always worth thinking about that and we 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 try and give some guidance but fail most of the time well you know if you don't have those photos
0: you you clearly weren't there but (laughs) i mean look, we're we're a year on pretty much from from you know the global outbreak of covid did you see a scramble to, to to invest into different digital technologies by different operators when when the first lockdowns were imposed last year
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, I remember being part of a, a, a very big PBSA forum right at the beginning um, of the pandemic. Um, you know, uh, you, when was that? March last year, you know, February last year, when, when people started to, to react and, and have to deal with the reality of, of what was hitting us. And, you know, um, amongst our peers and amongst other, you know, other operators across the world, people were just trying to figure out, you know, oh my goodness, what do we do now? And and how do we how do we how do we deal with this situation? So you know, there was a real scramble for people to just improve um, and try get ahead of the curve. Um, and you know, I'm, I was grateful um, to join a business. Um, you know, I've been with Nido for, for just over a year, but I kind of joined a business who had already given that some thought. And my technology background actually helped very quickly allow us to, you know, to, to get, on, get on the front foot and, and, and leverage what was there and what we'd been working on for, for many years in, in, um, previously. Um, and that gave us a, a much lower barrier for the students to enter. And it gave us a much higher service level um, to keep them, you know, to keep our students informed and ultimately to look after them and give them the information they needed at the time they needed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and, and in terms of um, thinking about investors, how much do investors value this? Or, or do they just see this as added expense? Because obviously it, it, it is a cost and it, and it does come off of the returns that investors are going to get from the platforms, but I, I guess you would argue that that as a long-term manager and operator, that there's a huge premium in such investment, particularly when you can do it at scale.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, ultimately, with with scale comes the economy of scale. So, so ultimately, you know, the implementing technology comes. Comes at a at a much lower cost um, as as that technology kind of grows and 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 definitely the scale in which it's 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 rolled out. Um, but I think where the investors really see the benefit is just better insight, better. You know, better performance. Um, the analytics of, you know, the the information we can provide them because of, you know, the digital footprint and and the ways that people enter the market and and what they do and and how they interact with us. It's easy to show them the value, um, and the experience that people are having, um, and the impact on of that. On the MPS score, which ultimately means, would I recommend you to a friend? Um, and if people are doing that, it grows. You know, it grows their investment. So, yeah, you know, I think the I think the investors were probably initially sceptical to just think, you know, is this just all, you know, all flair with no with no benefits? Um, but quite quickly, they've understood that. You know, ultimately, it benefits them. Um, and when you do the research, you know, it comes out so where
0: does where does everything go next because clearly there's going to be a, a fair amount of change post pandemic and at the same time we've we've got a whole a whole host of of different technologies and 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 fast moving um trends evolving around us from AI and machine learning to um you know the rollout of 5 g right across europe that that's that's hopefully going to going to improve and and change the way we communicate using cell phones but what are some of the things coming down the road that that you think are going to be most important
1: well i think the probably the next step will be you know having everything that you want in the palm of your hand you know we all center our lives around our mobile device and i think not only from a uh, you know, a students point of view, being able to do everything they want from their phone, you know, whether that's open open doors, um, you know, fill out any information that they need, um, control the lighting or book courses or whatever it is, um, you know, book those gym appointments or reserve their washing machine, so to speak. You know, that 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 is becoming a, a very um a, a reality now and 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 enabling that is is something we need is a place we need to go. And, in the same principle um allowing the investors to have the information about how well um their the residence is doing in the palm of their hands so they can see you know how it leases up what you know what space is more popular than than other spaces um you know how you know how services are being adopted um all these things um add value and ultimately you know once you once you can kind of add value and there's a little bit of a premium there um people will pay a little bit more because they appreciate the service um, and if we just look at the pandemic in front of us at the moment you know it's led to a a reasonably big increase in things like you know contact us entry you know antiviral service surface materials um which you know it's stuff that just wasn't spoken about before but makes perfect sense and even though it might be a bit of a premium now the the ongoing serviceability of the building and and its actual legacy is 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 extended by doing these things so you know ultimately um i think it's a win win but these things are becoming a reality now that we probably didn't think about before and is being accelerated into um because of the pandemic but ultimately um, because of the world in which we live, you know, the younger generations, every year that comes, are expecting more and more, um, you know, the digital transformation um, of the sector.
0: Mm. And obviously, that you know, when it comes to health and well-being, being able to track how healthy and and how how well students are doing is is obviously quite a a, a strong offer for for partnerships that you have with universities, isn't it? In terms of ensuring that the people are being cared for and that issues are being flagged early where do you stand on on things like sensors and facial scanning and, and these sorts of things where where, you know, where does where does caring become creepy
1: yeah and i, and I think that's uh you know it's a it's a very sensible sensible thing to ask because ultimately you know these things should be there um, initially, to to help you understand and 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 feel better and and enable you to to kind of enhance your life. As soon as it it becomes a tool in 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 order to check check up on you or or it's followed up on if 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 certain things aren't aren't met, that that's where you get this this grating between you know almost being in a. Uh, you know, in an overly watched state. And I think there's a lot about that in many, you know, programs at the moment. It's just how much of our data is being shared, you know, how much do people know about us? And I think people are becoming a lot more alert to that. So we, there's got to be lines, you know, we we should provide the technology to enable people to enhance their well-being, you know, and their and their life as a whole. Um, but when it becomes too much of a big brother, in other words, we're telling people because we know they're not doing certain things or informing other bodies. We've got to be very careful there. And, you know, we've been working with the universities and sometimes they will ask us for information that we, we're just not comfortable to share. Um, and it's the same principle, you know, around, you know, what what is the line that you, you need to draw? And I think we're learning. Um, and, and and at this point in time, my my kind of, my advice to the majority of people is if you have to ask yourself the question, should I share this? You probably shouldn't. Um, And and that's, you know, that's just a real uh, safe piece of advice at the moment that we're just trying to keep because yeah, technology provides so much information about us personally. Um, It can, you know, it can lead to oversharing and ultimately, um, you know, it it probably then becomes a little bit of a, a rejection of that technology Um, if it's seen as a bit too big brother.
0: Excellent. Well, look, it's a great piece of advice to close on then. So thank you very much to Darren Gardner, who's the Chief Operational Officer at Nido Student.
1: Thank you.